go fuck yourself. You're completely wrong. Welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I'm your host, Adam Borchers, and we're back yet again, and I'm joined by Matt Smith. Hey, everybody. Oh, my gosh. I was listening to this song in the car on the way here tonight, and um, I like this song. This is like this is the early kind of, uh, this is like Eddie Vedder's first thing that he was doing, and uh, again, uh, collaborated with Chris Cornell, and I was just, I always listen to this song. It's a good song. I like it. And That's I think good. I think Chris Cornell is a great singer. I think he is. But yeah. that being said, I think he's one of the most masturbatory singers I've ever heard in my entire life. I just figure I just I always I always picture him just like sitting in the studio listening to the playback, nodding his head, going, "God damn it, I'm good. I am really really good, aren't I? Oh yeah. God, it's so good. I'm so good, aren't I? Aren't I good? Yes, you are good. But you need to be a little bit more." humble about it. I just feel that. Do you get that vibe from him at all? I do. Uh, I don't know if I if I would say he's not humble, but yeah, I do get, I do think he's probably up his own ass. He probably loves his own shit so very much, and I don't know. That's just the yeah, kind of vibe Yeah, but you know, I if get. I were... If I were him, I would too. Well, yeah, I mean, like, look, it, he's one. It's one of those things where it's like, if you got the talent to back it up, sure. Mm-hmm. And, and he does. He's a, he's a great singer. Just, eh, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So that's your music minute here at the <laughs> the film yeah, music fucking minute. <laughs> so uh, we got to, we got a new release t- uh, this week, and we saw a movie this week. So you guys don't have to. Um, so. Here's the thing. There's a lot of movie podcasts out there that go out and they see the movie that they want to see that week, and they're just or, or they're kind of somewhat interested in it. Uh, it Granted, t- we do that about eighty percent. Yeah, of the time we 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 do. Because limited time to talk. That's here. that's true. But at the same time, um, you know, it's you gotta have the sour with the sweet, man. You got to you have to understand what a really shitty movie is to really enjoy the good ones as much as you do. So when the you know, if you just spoon fed just a you know, a constant diet of just spectacular movies, it feels really good, but at the end of the day, eh, it's a little bit hollow because you don't know the depths of which you need to go. And then all of the good movies just start to be like, Oh, well that was you know, that was all right. That was all right. It might be spectacular, but you haven't seen enough really crappy films to really kind of balance it out and today this week's film is one of those crappy films uh i've said it and uh, yet 
And yet, and yet, well, we I'm would... going to say it's balanced out by an even crappier movie. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a little bit, but we're going to review <laughs> Mordecai, um, starring Johnny Depp, directed by what's his name again? Coep. David Coep. <laughs> and after this fucking movie, I'm not pronouncing it right ever again. <laughs> Just on account of. <laughs> Just on account. You are forgiven for so many things for having written fucking Jurassic Park, sir. But after today, <laughs> fuck you, Coep. <laughs> it's just like, look at so many of the good things that you did, and then it all gets taken away. Actually, his I, I forget what his other movies was, but he did Secret Window with Johnny Depp, too, and that was fairly crap. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> It was not a good pairing. No, that was of the uh, of the ones that were based on like Stephen King short stories that I would have thought were crap. Between that one and like fourteen oh eight, did not see that switcheroo coming. Yeah, fourteen oh eight was good. Yeah, fourteen was really good. Uh, but no, yeah, secret window. Oh man, not good. Not, not a very good flick. But uh, yeah, oh my gosh, and one we'll talk about one that you could see from eight miles coming away. But Premium Rush, his movie before this was fucking good. I still got to see that. So that it's was good. that was that was a uh, Jogo, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we call him yeah. on my other. Show. Well, and, and Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Okay, well, all right. Well, I'm starting. To, I'm already a little bit. You know. Okay. But, but even this movie might undo him for me. Co-op, co-op, co-op. <laughs> Not so good. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about Mordecai today. It was uh, something else. But uh, we do this so you guys don't have to go out and watch this, so you know what to kind of stay away from or maybe go to, depending upon how you look at things. Um, so we're, we're going to be talking about that Um I'm getting to a little bit of what you've been watching, but before we do that, first of all, I do want to say uh, thank you for everybody who's been listening the past couple of weeks. The numbers have really started to kind of, we're starting to churn back a little bit here. I know because Woo-hoo! of our giant, you know, kind of uh, chasm there, it takes a while to kind of uh, get back up. But those of you who are subscribing and listening week after week, and if you could tell some friends and stuff, that'd be fucking sweet. If they, you know, just as long as your grandma doesn't mind a whole lot of cursing going on, we're okay. Uh, but if and if you don't, uh, if you do, if you do tell anybody, or even if you don't tell by what what we'd really love you to do is uh, jump by iTunes real quick. It's a super simple thing. You just type in you know a couple of things. You probably if you already subscribe on iTunes, you're already there. It's pretty simple. Just throw in a quick five star review. Say hey, good, like these guys, fun, whatever. That'd mean a lot to us. We really appreciate that. But uh, before we get to the show proper and uh, kind of a little what you've been watching, then we'll get into Mordecai. Um, I need to talk about um, we're bringing a little film find uh, five action back here. So I need to kind of drop some stuff. We're going to, um, um, I guess, literally almost a, well, a little over a month ago now. Uh, I talked about going to see uh, Top 5, and in, when I went to see Top 5, and I'm going to start naming names here, okay? There's not going to be, there's no more kind of flat, you know, kind of letting things go and just saying, I went to a movie theater and not telling right. you what it is. Motherfuckers are getting called out now, okay? Because, I mean, I, I and I'm linking them to this show because I think they need to hear it. Um, but the, I went to the AMC. I live in Charlotte, so I went to the AMC uh, 22 South Boulevard. And I'm not going to disparage all AMCs because the AMC up in Concord Mills, I've never, ever had a problem up there. So it ain't like it's AMC. I'm not shitting on AMC in general, just this one that uh, as of late that I've been to that's just not really done it. Well, North Lakes had a little bit of problems, but this is just we're focusing on one right now. So when I went to see Top 5 a couple of months, uh, literally a month back, 
Um, I went to see. Uh, it was in uh, theater number two, uh, seventeen. Okay, yep. and and this is all going to kind of relate a little bit. So I went to that was theater twenty there. So theater twenty, okay. and while I was in theater twenty, there was a uh, the woofer was broke out in the center channel. So all you could hear is the tweeter coming out. So it sounded like nineteen forties radio. I did a little impression on it a couple episodes ago. Go to, yep. go take a listen to that. Um, so here it is. A month later, I go to uh, theater number seventeen. And it's the exact same thing again. Jesus Christ. This is another theater. This is something that it's just like no one is putting any of these things in check. And it's not me that I feel bad for because I got movie pass, so I'm not really spending any bread on this, okay? Uh, but I will talk about my time in just a moment. But who I really feel sorry for are the people that are sitting through this who either A, don't know anything about it, or B, are just, you know, are, are cool with it. And it's fucking wrong i have contacted amc help support i have contacted them i told the manager i've told everyone about this and no one seems to fucking care at all and it's it's absolutely disgusting that these places don't give a shit about their patrons about people that spend hard-earned money every fucking you know time they come out there to sit Mm -hmm. down in a movie and to have something that i mean i'm not even talking about going above and beyond at this point which people fucking should i'm talking about just hitting the bare minimum bar right they're not even doing that shit i mean i can understand if you're just like well we're not gonna you know it's it's a twenty two theater thing. We can't we can only do so much of those stuff. It's like just hit the fucking minimum bar of having just you know a paltry fair enough even enough sounding five point one surround sound. Fuck me, give me stereo if you if it'll be you know not sound not shitty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, that's really sad, man. It's just uh, it's absolutely pathetic that this fucking shit happens, and and I'm tired of it happening. So I, every time that uh, this or any other theater. Uh, is is going to upset me. I'm going to b- ball them out on this show, and I suggest any of you out there, if you have a problem with a the theater, f- uh, email us to thefilmfind at gmail.com. We'll read it out here on the show, because these motherfuckers mm-hmm. need to be brought to task. And it's it's ridiculous that we're getting to a level that no one fucking cares anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really bizarre, honestly. Um, I can't imagine the level of not giving a shit that has to be going into that theater yeah. at this moment. I mean, I went to see Paddington, and I'm going to talk about that in a in a moment. Um, uh-huh. But was that was the, yeah the aspect ratio to that? It was another two three five on a one eight five screen. It's I I don't understand how these people just don't. No one cares. No, the level of caring is just dismal. But I'll take I'll take that over not being able to hear the center channel properly any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, no. It was just pathetic. I, I can't do it, and it's in several theaters. So it's it's an ongoing problem, and the fact that no one has any clue about it when you tell them is fucking astounding to me. So AMC South Boulevard, AMC 22 in Charlotte, North Carolina, you get the middle finger of the week. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, Because what uh, I had to do at that point is because I can't use the movie pass again. Their next show starts literally two hours later. Uh, So I'm not going to sit around for two hours waiting here. So I had to drive across town to a Regal. And because I had movie pass, I was like, well, give me my money back, my literal cash back, because I can't fucking, you know, I can't, you know, use this thing again at another place, even if you put the money back on it. So -hmm. now I have to drive across town, pay an extra couple of bucks to actually go into this thing, because, you know, the five dollars that I got back from AMC doesn't cut it for the 750 over at the Regal. Fuck you, AMC. Sorry. That's it. All right, so let's let's get into what you've been watching, Matt. Just jump on, get derail my angry train here. Uh, well, so 
mostly what I've been watching this week is so I can teach. So I uh, watched uh, Dracula, 31, Todd Browning, mostly directed, uh, uncredited by Carl Freund, who was the cinematographer. Um, it was great. You know, it's fucking Bella Lugosi. Uh, it's a, a classic one. Uh, I don't know. If you haven't seen that movie, fuck off. Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, see, here's the thing, so, though. I, I'll, I'll, I'll qualify that real quick. I think there's yeah. a lot of folks out there that think they might have seen it, but really haven't. Because it's become also, so, such, it's also really become kind of such a, a zeitgeist kind of thing that I think everybody kind of thinks they've seen it. Or if they have seen it, they haven't seen it in quite a long time. Well, or maybe they saw it when they were a little kid. Well, in my experience, people have seen Dracula, but the one they haven't seen is Frankenstein, and it's because they've seen Bride of Frankenstein. And so when you ask somebody, like, what happens in Frankenstein, they're inevitably going to tell you something about Bride of Frankenstein. Um, because for some reason, that one has... I mean, it's a better movie. Oh, it is. Uh, but, but it's taken over, like, the cultural uh, memory of what happens in Frankenstein. Well, because as, I mean, like, because I think one of the big things there is that you you have it not only one very iconic character, looking character, but two. Yeah. I think that's definitely. a big thing is that, like, the hair and everything definitely sticks in everybody's mind. Well, and, and that film more closely adheres to some of the events in the novel that people, like, know take place. Um, and so I think that plays into it as well. So I watched Dracula. Um I also uh, was teaching um, The Immigrant, the Charlie Chaplin film this week to my history class. Good and one. Uh, that one's really quick. It's on YouTube. It's, uh, I mean, there are great versions put out that you can pay for, but it's public domain. So please, by all means, watch it on YouTube. Um, and it's really funny. Uh, so what I really want to talk about, though, the only thing that I've had time to, t to watch outside of that. Uh, aside from uh, Mordecai, was the season premiere of Justified. Um, Justified, as some of you may know, I think I've talked about it on the show a long time ago, um, at least a year ago, if, if at all. But Justified on FX with uh, Timothy Oliphant based on the Elmore Leonard short story and then like extrapolated beyond belief beyond, uh, outside of that. <laughs> um is, in my opinion, the best show that's on TV. And it has been the best show on TV since its first season. Um, yes, that means that I think that it's better than Breaking Bad. Have Whatever. you seen Guy Fieri's grocery show? It's pretty good. I, I have. I've also, <laughs> uh, you know, I will say that probably the only show that rivals how good Justified is is that Practical Jokers show that we were watching at your house. Funny fucking show, dude. It's funny. <laughs> And that's why it rivals it, because it's hilarious. Um, no, uh, so Justified and like Broad City are probably the two biggest things on my radar right now. But Justified is awesome. It's going into its last season. And uh, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but it was really fucking satisfying as a first episode of a final season of a show. Is this four or uh, five as far as season goes? The sixth. Six, okay. I, I knew that. I was, I was fairly certain. I was like, I think they have five, but so this is six. Yeah, this is six. Okay. Um, and it's going to be the last one. So we've only got 12 episodes left starting Tuesday. Um, so how much of a racist does Walton Goggins play? Uh, well, 
in the it depends on which season because he starts out the uh, the series as someone who is leading a white supremacist group. Oh, <laughs> um, but but very gradually he moves away from that and just becomes uh, much more of a uh, I don't know like a he's more pragmatic about his worldview as the series progresses. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say maybe not ultimately not as big of a racist or as overt a, a racist well, it's as, what he does. as uh the shield well it, it's now granted on the shield he's pretty like out there racist yeah um but he also as i said starts out this series uh running a white supremacist group so you know shades of gray <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh no, but everybody's fantastic uh on this show um timothy oliphant's amazing uh, Walton Goggins is great. Um, oh, what's her name that plays Ava Crowder? Uh, Joel Carter is good. And uh, really, this show has been for its six seasons kind of like a showcase of the best actors, uh, like character actors that you can uh, get on mm-hmm. a TV show. Um, now, is some so- of that on Netflix? Uh, it was, they recently signed an exclusive deal with Amazon prime, but I don't know how far back that exclusivity goes okay. because it has been on Netflix before. I'd, I'd heard so much stuff about it. I mean, obviously you've been talking about it since, since it's come on and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's one of those I always kind of got on. I just, I guess my biggest reluctance is, and I'm not, you know, this isn't a, com- a complete dig here, but sometimes old Frank can get on my nerves. I like them in some things. I don't like them in others. It all, it, it depends I will on say how he kind of, this, this is, maybe the role that he was meant to play. No, I mean, I'll eventually check like, it out and we'll talk uh, it, about how I'm late to the party in my, in my, what you've been watching. It's, it is well worth everyone's time. Uh, Marsha had not seen, uh, past the like first few episodes of the second season, uh, like for the past few years. Um, and recently before this season started, she just kind of shotgunned all of the seasons, like went through one a week. Um, and uh, it it's amazingly good, man. I watched most of them with her, even though I'd seen all of the seasons multiple times. Uh, it's a great show. I think that's when you can really, you know, you know that you got something really good is like when, you know, you've seen it, you know what it is. And somebody else that, you know, hasn't seen it yet. And, you, and you're you're more than happy to just go. Yeah, let's just sit down and watch this right now. Yeah. And you're yeah. totally cool with like just doing it again. <laughs> Let's watch these five seasons I've already seen multiple times. The first two, probably three or four times. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, let's just watch them. Well, yeah, that's that's when you know you got a good one. And so that's pretty much what I've been watching. I'm hopefully going to like cram some more things in this week because I need to watch stuff uh, that is not for class for things that I need to write. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I watched uh, I, I, this week. I, I watched Paddington. I got to go see that. Um, uh, it, it's good. It's a delightful uh, little uh, kids flick and stuff. I mean, I think it's probably appropriate for any kid. Uh, you know, maybe eh, three or four might un- might like it. All the way up to eh, eleven, twelve, maybe somewhere in that neighborhood. I think it's kind of perfect okay. for that kind of early kid crowd. Any anything over in twelve, I think they might kind of get a little bit of. They might get a lancy going. Oh, it's it's, it's, it's okay. Um, but, uh, it's a good film. Um, I wasn't blown away by it by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, it's like at 90, it's in the high nineties on uh, Rotten Tomatoes right now. And, um, I mean, I wouldn't put it quite there myself, but, uh, enjoyable enough. 
I will say the one thing that absolutely ruined it, though, uh, was the uh, the closing credit song. Uh, it is an awful piece of garbage <laughs> put together for the movie um, by uh, it's sung by Gwen Stefani, who I like, mm-hmm. and yep. Pharrell, who sometimes I like. Um, oh my God! It was one of the worst things I've ever heard in my entire life. It's like they tried to hip it. Do you up. have it queued up to? Play I don't, but I should. I don't know what it's even called. But let me see if I can find it. It is. It is so bad. <laughs> because now I like really want to hear that. Paddington's song. I don't. Uh, Twenty fourteen. Uh, this. Uh, I don't know if this is it, but this is. It's so bad. Uh, let me uh, talk about Justified. Let me look at it. Hold on. <laughs> well, uh, why don't why don't I? <laughs> Here it is. Here it is. This is fucking Justified. awful. Holy shit! I said everything that I need to say. Listen to this um, shit. Okay. This has goddamn fuck all to do with this. First of all, it starts out with that fucking like it's a fucking like Miami disco. It is. So just um, my big boy dreams. Go fuck yourself. This has nothing in common with this movie at all. The tone is completely fucking off. It makes no sense to be, it has no place in this movie. I mean, if it was that kind of movie, it'd be different. It's awful. I mean, it's got a decent enough little fucking message to her in it, but like the style and everything means it's fucking ridiculous. So I do wonder. It's terrible. Uh, so this was, was, who was the studio that made Paddington? Uh, Weinstein distributed. But it's a British production, right? I think so. I forget. Um, because the director's British, right? I mean, the fucking property's British for crying out loud. Yeah, um, it, it's, um, it's put out by the, uh, the, I know it was produced by the guy who did uh, Yates, the uh, Harry Potter guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I do wonder, uh, and maybe if we have a listener out there in the UK, I don't know what our demos are like. I know. But, I, I, um, we got at least one. I, I know. I'm sure our, our buddy Marty but, that listens to Hear Movie Podcast listens to this too. song? The, the credit song in the UK version, which Ooh, that's came a good out, question. Uh, some months ago, right? I'll ask him. Um, yeah. I, I'm just curious about that. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's uh, maybe it was some shit that they did just for the United States for some awful reason because they hate us. It's bad. They yeah. It felt like <laughs> they hated me. That well, I mean, was, it sounds like they hate us. It was not good. I was just like. Just put, I mean, it had nothing to do, I mean, like, the most outlandish that this movie gets as far as soundtrack goes is there's, like, a, uh, you know, James Brown's I Feel Good gets dropped uh-huh. for, like, a couple of seconds. Uh, but it's sweet enough, the, the CGI is really good. Um, uh, there's some nice elements between the, uh, you know, especially when they start out in the uh, the kind of jungle there and everything in the darkest Peru. Um the the CGI and uh, and real life kind of stuff married in between, and the bear is really expressive with the faces and everything. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, I, we shouldn't be, but God, it's still always astounding what really good CG can do. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 astounding. I mean, I, I liked it a lot, but um, you know, there's some uh, there's some classic British humor. A man dresses up in a woman's clothing. And uh, has to pretend to uh, not feel pain when getting poked with things. And, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's fun. It, it's not a fantastic movie, but it's fun enough and it, it works. And I think if you got, uh, you know, kind of younger kids, you're not going to be like, Jesus, I wasted my time and effort doing that. So, yeah. Recommendation. Okay. 
Um, let's see. I finally got to uh, sit down and watch Lucy, uh, the new movie uh, uh, from Luke Besson. Uh, who? Wh- how long has it been since he directed something before this? It's uh, been a while, he, right? No, no, no. He, he's been directing really steadily. Uh, he, in fact, did something that's on Netflix. Um, hold on, I'm going to look it up right now. Can we now blame him for Lockdown? I know he wrote it. I don't know. Did he direct that, too? Oh, I love Lockdown. Are you fucking kidding me? Lockdown had... I couldn't stop. I couldn't... The, the like, Guy Pierce movie, right? Yeah. I like. Yeah. I started watching it. Like I got to a point where it was just like the CGI was so bad at one point. I'm just like, why did you put the previs in here? I don't fucking want to see your previs stuff. So I stopped watching it and it just kind of bored me. Because the premise I love, but it did not... No, I, so I, I thought uh, Lockdown was fucking awesome. But you know, he did, um, he did The Family last year. Which uh, was almost a return to Robert De Niro doing something that was good. Um, he's made like three or four of those fucking Arthur and the Invisibles movies. And uh, he also had a – oh, on Netflix they just had – it's called The Adventures of Adele Blanc-Sec, which is a, um, which is a comic strip um, that's about an adventurer who uh, like – has a pterodactyl who she rides on and shit. Uh, I've only read a couple of the strips, but the movie adaptation, he directed it and it's on Netflix now. And that was 2010, but we just got it last year. So okay. there's that, I guess. Maybe I was, I was guessing maybe just kind of like more he's been Luke, very active. I guess, I, I guess I was thinking more kind of um, Luke Bassani sort of things. If that makes, if that's, if I can somewhat coin hmm. a phrase. Well, I think probably what you're thinking about is most of the stuff that we see his name attached to these days just is directed by other people. Well, yeah, but I mean, like your Fifth Element style, your kind of uh, professional style. I mean, I don't know what the family's like, but I mean, you know, I mean, a couple of you know more kid friendly stuff. I mean, I get that. I mean, I'm not, I'm not shitting on him, but uh, this was more kind of like you know Luke mm-hmm. Besson style. So when you see this yes. and you see his kind of, uh, it felt like him. That's, I mean, I guess that's my my biggest thing. Um, yeah, it did. I, I like the movie a lot. I don't know that I loved it. I will watch it again. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, oh, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good. But this was I like this was one of your this is like in your top ten of the year though. Yeah. Yeah, there hasn't been you know it's still got a few things to to watch. It hasn't been knocked out yet. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of Lucy. Um, there are a lot of people who will knock it for being scientific hullabaloo well. and uh, not actually following through on being an action film. But I don't know, man. There's like a whole portion of it, and, and you'll back me up. Uh, there's a whole portion of it that's just like Luke Besson's Tree of Life. And yeah. it was so much fucking better than watching Tree of Life. Oh, my God. Now that you really say and, that and like the kind of couple of flashes back to like nonsensical, quote unquote, nonsensical flashbacks to uh, kind of nothing nature scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This is his Terry Gill. This could be great. Yeah. And that, great. But, you know, like it's uh, the be- you know, it's a it's fucking 90 minutes. It gets in. It gets the job done. I don't know what what more you could want from. Yeah, no, I, it, like, it, it worked well. It's. Enough. It's provocative sci-fi. It's big-minded sci-fi, but it's also an action thriller on some level. It's also, uh, as I said, it's short. It's ninety minutes flat. And you got what's his name um, from Old Boy in it, so you know. Well, and and uh, he's and good. Scarlett Johansson, I love in this movie, man. Uh, pe- people bitch about Scarlett Johansson all the time uh, for being like wooden or whatever the hell. Uh, I think she's she's great. 
Um, I I enjoyed her more not... last year in uh, Under the Skin as opposed to this one. So that's the one I'd give my vote to. If I'm going two ScarJo movies in a year, that's the one I'm giving no, my I, vote to. I I think you're right, but but you know people who people criticize her for that movie too for like having very wooden acting. But it's like well that one it I really think, makes sense. Well this one kind of like does too though. Do. Yeah, I mean you can really you can justify that in this one for sure with the way that you know her uh, using all the brain and everything and being able to you know process well, in, everything at once you wouldn't be surprised you know, by anything spoiler alert uh skip ahead like five seconds she becomes a fucking computer right mm. like in the at the end of this movie uh basically like y- you know what <laughs> what do you want from her yeah so shut up <laughs> okay uh Un- let's see spoiled <laughs> spoiler section end um, for now, for now. We'll, we'll, we're going to spoil the crap out of Mordecai. Don't you wait. Uh, uh, and I guess the last thing that I've been, well, two things, uh, just, I just kind of, uh, I've been, it's been sitting there for a little bit, but I've been, uh, starting to catch up on Parks and Rec, little, little tear that this is going to be its last season, uh, but a show I've always enjoyed. Uh, but I have finally, for the first time, I talk about being late to the party. I have now watched several episodes of Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, uh, it has been a long time. Like I, I tried a couple of different times to really watch it, and I don't know. I mean, like I finished the first episode the first time I ever saw it, and that was just like, eh, I don't know what ever. I don't know what all the hubba blue is about. You know, I mean, there's some, there's a little bit of action here, some naked broads. I mean, things I like, but you know, I just wasn't really bowled away by it. But uh, it took a couple of times, and I think this one. I was kind of the most, uh, you know, lucid. I was never, you know, going to start something before I was about to go to bed, you know, kind of deals where, you know, we always do those, you know, everybody does those things where you're like, you know, 10 o'clock at night, you're like, oh, I'll watch this. And you're kind of like, you're kind of half out of it anyways. And by the end, you're just like, well, that sucked. Well, you really weren't giving your full attention to it. And this is a show you got to give your full attention to. So, uh, but yeah, I'm like uh, four episodes deep in and I think I'm going to, you know, kind of paddle it out for a while, you know. But I know I'm late to the party, but, uh, you know, it's one of those things that everybody tells you is like, dude, this is in your wheelhouse. You'd really fucking love it. And you're just like, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. And they were right. No, they're they're, they're right so far. And from what I understand, things get bigger and better and all that kind of good stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. So with HBO, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to kind of, you know, bang on that for a while. So that's what I've been watching. All right. So uh, let's get in. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Let's get into our new release review of this week. Everybody, prepare yourselves. Here is the trailer for Mordecai. I'm so sorry. I told him not to play this. The minute you walked in the joint, I could see you were a man of distinction, a real big spender. Say, wouldn't you like to know what's going on in my mind? Mordecai. Mordecai. Charlie Mordecai. Bit of a moron, actually. Oh, I believe I've just shot John. Excellent shot, sir. Man down. Who knows? This may be a customary greeting in America. I don't know. Charlie Mordecai, where are you? Oh, a terribly vulgar place called Los Angeles. I am Mordecai. Do you need help with your bags? No, I do not need help with my bags. I have a bloody manservant. 
Okay, um, like I didn't listen to that trailer before we started it, and I'm kind of glad it was mostly song because, frankly, it was better than the movie was. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Oh gosh, I don't even have it pulled up here. So Mordecai, um, where 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 did this uh, lovely film debut on the uh, on the charts here, Matt? I know you said we had it earlier. Uh, I think it's ninth. Ninth place. Oh, I'm going to pull it up real quick. So I'm looking at it. So this is uh, directed, of course, by David Coep. <laughs> as, yeah, uh, as we call David Coep. Uh, written by uh, Eric Anderson, based on the novel "Don't Point That Thing at Me" by Blue whatever, fuck it. Uh, starring Johnny Depp, Gwyneth Paltrow, Ewan McGregor, uh, Olivia Munn, Paul Bettany, and a handful of other folks. Um, mm-hmm. This movie is about an hour and forty-six minutes. <laughs> um, this movie is currently rolling at a twenty-seven percent on Metacritic, which I think may be a little high. Uh, but this is um, so. Here's the IMDb plotline for those of you who couldn't catch it from that trailer, uh, but it's probably more accurate in that trailer. Um, Juggling angry Russians, the British M5, and an, uh, an industrial terrorist, debonair art dealer, and part-time rogue Charlie Mordecai races to recover a stolen painting uh, rumored to contain a code that is uh, that leads to lost Nazi gold. Boy, does that sound a lot more entertaining than what this fucking movie is. Yeah, so let's talk about what this movie is. Or, um, I can tell you what it's not. Well, what it is is a weird attempt at making a art heist movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that is also a weird British comedy of manners. That is also a raunchy sex, uh, comedy. And accomplishes and, none of those things. Yeah. None of them actually work. It's not a single one. <laughs> no, no, it's it's all attempts, but no no completions whatsoever. I just like the screenplay is fucking awful uh, by Eric Aronson. I'm gonna pull him up and see what else this motherfucker has written. Hopefully, nothing ever again. <laughs> um, You'll never work in this town again. Thank God. <laughs> oh well, it is his only uh, option screenplay since On the Line, which. Uh, which was the Lance Bass Joey Fatone movie in 2001. Ooh. So, you know, okay, whatever. I say let's give this guy a pass. He can make one movie uh, every 14 years. <laughs> you can come back in 14 <laughs> years after you make another Joey Fatone vehicle. Honestly, I would have wanted to see a, a sequel to On the Line uh, rather than watch Mordecai again. Another Justin from Kelly movie would have been appreciated. That movie's great. I'm sure you've seen it. <laughs> Um, now here's, here's the one I don't get, man. Uh, there are, I think I chuckled twice in this movie, which I was, I was taken aback that I found anything amusing, right? Both of those things had to do with Paul Bettany. Okay. And it wasn't anything other than, uh, like by the 15th time that Mordecai shot him. I was like, well, that's absurd. And I laughed at that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, there was like one of the many sex jokes that are made about him and constantly having sex with women that I thought was pretty funny. And by chuckle, I don't mean like, "Ah," I mean like, "Hmm." (laughs) like Like I was sitting there to myself like, "Hmm." (laughs) how about that? Yeah. Um, 
And that's it. I don't know what the joke structure for this movie is supposed to be. There are all these weird jokes that don't work about his fucking mustache. Like, who? Why you know what really works? Mustache humor. I don't get it. Uh, I don't get why that was the recurring theme. Like, Ugh. all these other things uh, out of the entire world you've built, right, uh, that could have been ongoing jokes throughout this film and it's his mustache and how Gwyneth Paltrow's uh, character doesn't like it. Oh, that's that's the joke. When she almost kisses it, she nearly throws up. <laughs> and then he almost throws up. Jesus. Because he has Be- a, a, because gag a sympathetic gag reflex. So when she feels like she's going to throw up, he's like, oh no, if you throw up, I'm going to throw up. And, Isn't throwing up funny? I guess. I think that joke happens seriously like six times. At least. Right? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's a, it's this movie is weird. Um, I saw somebody floating around on Twitter uh, tweet this out, and I thought it was right on. Um, so uh, this movie debuted in ninth place. Uh, it, it was a it, it, granted it only cost sixty million dollars to make. Okay, which worth it, every penny. <laughs> granted, saying only uh, is is crazy to me because this movie doesn't look like it cost sixty million dollars. That's I mean that has to be what they paid. Depp, Paltrow, yeah, the, their monies are in that because this looks like it might cost ten. Yeah, um, so so um, it debuted in ninth place. It made four point one three. Ouch! Million. Even for a sixty mil, that's that ain't good. Uh, and somebody on Twitter and they're fucking right on said, you know, maybe we're looking at this wrong. Maybe we should be impressed that an R-rated children's film debuted with four million dollars. Yes, this movie is rated R. It has a, a total of two swear words, both of them being fuck, who could easily have been edited out. There, there's no reason. In the trailer, you heard it. Instead of saying bloody manservant, he says fucking manservant. Means it, it, gives, it brings nothing to the party. No. And there's one time that it said later, so two instances of the word fuck, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That there's no there's no nudity in this film. There's maybe somewhat sort of kind of talk about the sex being a thing that could happen, but there's no real. They go like, oh, he shags birds a whole lot. Maybe not in those words, but that's more or less what they're saying. Yeah. It's like, oh, he, he has sex with a lot of women, and that's about it. There's some implied sex, sexy kind of sounds coming out there, but honest to God, you take those two fucks out, this plays on network television tomorrow, and it's I rated PG. Even- I don't know who this was directed at. Uh, like, no one. Like, Whose movie it, is this? Was it was it like people who wanted, who love the Pink Panther remake but wanted some f bombs? Yeah, I need. I don't want to see that Pink Panther shit, but I want to see it with two fucks and two precisely. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, I don't want. There's no other shits. There's not a damn. I don't even know. There's there may be a hell in it, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no, that's it, two fucks. That, I mean, that just kind of astounds me, first of all, that they would get that rating. Second of all, that they would take that rating and just go, well, like, oh, there we go. <laughs> guess we right. got it. Guess we have an R now. We could be a, literally a PG movie, uh, but we decided, well, let's keep those both in there and make this R. Mm. At least if it was PG, stupid, like, little tweeners could go see it, you know? And would. And they would. Right. But I I don't understand. It just, it blows my mind. It brought nothing to the table whatsoever. 
And you laugh twice. I mean, I was not trying to hold it in at all. I am a free I, laugher. I, would I will say let it laugh go. Laugh is generous. Well, but. yeah. I had <laughs> I did not even chuckle once. I nothing about this movie made me laugh in the least or even really crack a smile. It was all just kind of like it was tedious and I wasn't and I am like I so wanted to laugh. I so want I'm like please dear god entertain me and it just did not happen. Well, here's here's where I'm going to come down on this. Um, you say this movie is awful, right? <laughs> Last week, as we all remember, I sat through Black Hat. And let us never forget. <laughs> and Mordecai is a vast improvement on that movie. Think about that for a second. <sighs> Just let that sink in. Think about how bad Mordecai is. And then realize that what I'm saying is. There is a movie that is worse than that, and it was made by Michael fucking Mann. I, I really, guarantee it. You make I'm you're making you're building. It sounds you, you would think you're doing the opposite. You're building a stronger case for me to go see this movie, even no, if it's to I hate want watch you to it. See it. In fact, uh, we should have an experiment. Yeah. Someone in the audience. Uh, I think you suggested someone. But yeah. So I got a friend Devin who listens to this show, and he should do this. Uh, someone should go and see Black Hat first. Go at like a five o'clock matinee show at AMC, mm-hmm. and then go see Mordecai right afterward. And uh, I'll I'll do this if if you like feel genuinely feel that Mordecai is a worse movie, not as bad as, but a worse movie than Black Hat. I will fucking send you something for free to whatever mailing address you provide. It could be a bomb. <laughs> no, but, to whatever mailing address you want. You said that part, so that's yeah. good. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but I guarantee fucking to you that after you sit through Black Hat, you will walk out of Mordecai going, well, at least it wasn't Black Hat. Mm. Because that's how I walked out of Mordecai. I walked out oh. and I was like, yeah, that wasn't that terrible. Because I didn't feel like it was that terrible. Because the last thing I had seen in the theater was Black Hat. I did. This was atrocious. I got to see Black Hat. I will compare. You've you've made enough of a case for me. I'm going to go see this. But I, I can say this also in Mordecai's favor. Uh, the camera doesn't look like shit. The, the filmed footage itself doesn't look like shit. No, it looks pretty. Aut- automatically. That makes it a better movie <laughs> because it is at least watchable. You can look at it without wanting to rip your eyes out just from looking at it. You can want to rip your eyes out from other things you're seeing, but just from looking at it, you don't want to just be like, what the fuck? Okay. So already an improvement <laughs> because there are intelligible images. Now I'm going to blow your mind. Check this okay. out. Okay. Okay. Now, well, I'm not going to blow your mind with the first part, but because the second part will blow your mind. The first part, you're going to be like, well, fucking duh. Um, the reason that this movie sucks, I mean, David Kepps doesn't do a great job with directing, but I don't really think it's his fault so much as it is the screenplay. The screenplay is just god awful. Oh, it's the worst. It might be the worst screenplay that I've uh, ever seen turn into a major movie. And it sucks Maybe. because, like, the idea and the conceit of everything behind this uh, could work if it were in the right hands. I think 
It could be a heist movie. Yeah. It could be fun. Uh, the real killer for this, though, is Johnny Depp. It's based Depp. on a fucking novel that was popular. Yeah. Johnny Depp ruined this movie. He was terrible in it. I said it before, and I'll say it again. Everything that he does from this point on out, I assume is shit until he proves me otherwise. And he proved me correct in my assumption that this is shit, and this is shit. Um, now, I'm going to throw out to you, this is so the second part here. This is what would make you go, oh, wait a second. I think Adam has a future in casting in Hollywood. So, take Johnny Depp off the table. Now, granted, it's not going to put any asses in seats, but let's be frank, with the box office like it showed this week, I don't think that that would have made much of a difference. But, Mordecai, let's take Johnny Depp off the table, replace him with, get ready for this shit, Matt Berry. Hmm. Matt Barry from the IT crowd, most most notable, where most folks would probably recognize him from. Fantastic! This guy, he would be the best Mordecai out there. First of all, uh, he gets a couple of points because, oh, I don't know, he already is British. Yeah. So you know, he's already a step ahead of the game, and you don't feel like he's phoning it in, working this big stuff. But he has one of those great voices where you just be able to do everything he does and just go, "My dear, I'm so sorry," and you know, it just. He, he could he could have, he would have made this movie at least tolerable. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Actually, he um, would have been great in this, and him against you know, and because it feels like especially like between Depp and Ewan McGregor, it's like it's like these two handsome dudes having this kind of thing. Now, if you have a guy like Matt Berry who's a little bit schlubby and everything, uh, versus like a Ewan McGregor, you could understand the kind of you know little rivalry that they've got going on because this much more handsome guy is kind of, you know, flirting with your wife and everything. So at least that mm-hmm. trail would make a little bit more sense then uh, because at the time it's like, well, who cares? The only thing that she doesn't like about you is your fucking mustache. Not, I mean, you know, they could have made it to thing like, oh, you know, you need to lose a little bit of weight or something and he's kind of, I don't know. It just would have made things a little bit more dynamically interesting in the movie and Matt Berry is, and I'm going to say, better actor than Johnny Depp, putting it on the table. Okay, that's what I got. <laughs> I mean, I, I I guess I want to see more from uh, Matt Berry then. Paul Paul Bettany was good in what he did. Here's the here's the thing. I liked him uh, probably let, the most. Can, yeah, could we just not get a movie that was just Jockstrap? I mean, change his fucking name, but just that character. Yeah, could we just not get a movie about that character? I'd watch that. Yeah, he that, was he was that, far more that, of an interesting character than our lead. It has to be much more of an interesting concept than what we got. Yeah, if if you were just like maybe follow him around in like a series of 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 like bodyguarding type stuff. Uh-huh. But see, here's the thing. So a lot of people are comparing this online like they're like the idiots and morons who are reviewing this who are like cuz Mordecai's uh advertising a good bit in Facebook. So I'm like I'm click on the uh kind of comments there. I want to see what people said. Um, and there are obviously people that are intelligent and going boo and people that are even smarter and going, I'm not even going to go see this because I'm smarter than that. Uh, and then there are the dummies who have saw it, who saw it and have have voiced their opinion. And their opinion is, no, this was really good or man. No, it's, it's like it's for a particular type of crowd of people. I'm like, what, you know, invalids, you know, mentally disturbed folks. Um, or the big thing is, is like who the oh God it makes me so mad. <laughs> 
is that people who are like just going, no, it's like this is that kind of like, you know, sort of Peter Sellers kind of vibe. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. You're completely wrong. Peter Sellers was funny. Um, you know, the Pink Panther movies, I enjoy. I mean, Shot in the Dark, though, that's the one that I don't think gets enough credit. My, 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 favorite, of all the, uh, my favorite of all the Pink Panther movies. Uh, the first one, uh, not, not as much. Of course, that's not really a super Clouseau-y sort of flick. Right. Uh, but you know all the ones uh, post that that are uh, super Clouseau, um, and that's what I was kind of hoping this was going to be. I was, I was hoping it was going to be a little Clouseau, a little Mister Bean, uh, some of that action. But it's not. It's this guy is like, you know, we have plenty of reprehensible characters out there that are at least fun characters to like. I mean, our favorite movie, uh, you know, last year was Wolf of Wall Street, one of the most mm-hmm. despicable human beings ever. But as a character, he was great to follow. You liked watching this guy. He was entertaining. Um, this Mordecai character is just like he's obnoxious, he's rude, he's a jerk, he's an asshole, and there's zero redeeming qualities about him other than the fact that he's Johnny Depp and he's you know some and he's a good looking guy. That's it. That's yeah. that's all the more you know that he brings to this table is the fact that this is Johnny Depp. You'd put any other person in here, and you know that's gone. It's pathetic. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't get this movie, man. It doesn't make sense. I'm going to say it's not terrible, but that's based on my own experience recently, I think. <laughs> uh, well, that's it's just fucking like, bad. I'll say that. Well, listen, man, you, you, you've had an experience that was just like. <laughs> it was life changing. <laughs> so, okay. I have learned some shit because of what I've been through. Okay. <laughs> um, it was like, look, your experience is like <laughs> getting kicked in the nuts and then somebody punching you in the face. And you're like, well, at least it wasn't in the nuts. <laughs> like yes. that's that's like you know i mean that neither is, neither of these things is good but at least it wasn't you know a, a crotch shot that know? is exactly right honestly um <laughs> and uh i don't i just don't know where to go from there um i i will say that uh thankfully um <laughs> black hat uh dropped noticeably in the in the charts so that is a plus and it has only made um like three million more than Mordecai. So so Mordecai could in fact end up making more money than Black Hat did. Uh Oof. which would maybe be the best thing I, in the world. That could happen to either of these movies. Look, let's let's not hope money on either of these movies. I mean if you know that's the thing. St- people don't go see these movies. I don't. just need more people to go see this than go see Black Hat. <laughs> That is the weirdest <laughs> justification for a shit movie to get maybe, dollars. Maybe fewer people to go and see it, but more of the people who do go to see it go to see it not during the matinee. Maybe. This is the weirdest. <laughs> All right. So that's two mild recommendations for us. <laughs> no. Fucking don't see this movie. It is a wildly horrible piece of garbage. And um, you're welcome. We yeah. saw this movie, so you didn't have to. And so watch you could, Big Eyes. Yeah, it's better than this. Big Eyes is better <laughs> than this. There's so much that's better. Maybe barely. Though. But not by, I mean, oh my gosh. Not, no, no, well, no. I'd watch Big Eyes five more times before I'd watch this movie. Five. I, I would not, because uh, this movie is shorter. Five times. Still, I'd still go at five times. Five times I'd, as many. I'd still sit through Mordecai before I watch Big Eyes again. Ugh. Talk about a kick on, in the nuts. on a one-to-one basis. I would do it because uh, it, it's less time in the theater. 
<laughs> Less time to suffer. Both one's only slightly better than the other, but this one's the shorter, so I'm going to do the, do that one. I might suffer a little bit more, but I'm not going to suffer nearly quite as long. Yeah. What a sell. Well, look, man, you want somebody poking you with a stick for like an hour and a half or, or two two hours and twenty minutes. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. So uh don't go don't don't go see don't go see any movies. Just download don't. some shit, guys. Yeah. Lucy's out on Blu-ray. Go get, go buy that. Go see that. Uh so so next week uh we got two two big movies. I think one one we're only really gonna focus on. Uh Project Almanac comes out. And I gotta well, say, I'm intrigued enough by the trailer. I am so fucking tired of seeing that trailer and uh, almost have no interest in seeing it myself. It might not be good, but I don't know. I, I haven't seen. I guess I may have gone to the right theaters because I've only seen it like maybe two or three times, and I'm intrigued enough I, to see it. I've seen it every single time I've seen a movie in the theater in the past like four weeks. No, they must every hate you. Time. No, I, I haven't. So, uh, but the other one that's coming out is going to be the Loft, and I don't know why I have a weird reason to want i don't i kind of want to see that i don't know why maybe because james marston and carl urban are dreamy uh well i mean that is entirely true this much um, is yeah and there's but, nothing uh, <laughs> it'll, i think it'll be solid project almanac is gonna be all right and so and I'll, I'll go see those two movies I'm so i'm definitely gonna to, talk about those i'm gonna try to see that uh that flick from the guys who made um the raid uh killers is playing here I don't know if that's so I'm going to go try and see that, and then I might report back on it. Okay. And then, guys, we're only two weeks away from a new Wachowskis movie and a new movie starring uh, Jeff Bridges as an old man. You mean that movie that was put on the shelf for over two years? That wait, which one? Seven Son. That's been on the that's been on the shelf for two years. That's got to be such a pile of garbage. I can't wait. Whew. God, it's going to be bad. I'm going to. Here's my prediction. This is back when he was doing the Rooster Cogburn voice the whole can, time. Can Can I just? Uh, I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. Seventh Sun will be better than Jupiter Ascending. Ooh, ooh, that's a. I'm going to make a prediction. That's a good bet. Hmm? That's a good. Oh man, that's tough. Because right, that is a that is a weekend I'll, that is I'll take full that, of potential. Stinkers. I'll, ta- I'll take that action. Tough. It's big competition, by the way, is uh, the live-action CG SpongeBob movie. Oh, but, so, which, by the way, um, we 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 will be doing. Oh, I'm sure because I like SpongeBob. We're, we're no, and I'll tell you why. Because a uh, friend of the show and co-host of my other show, Sean Keenan, worked on that movie. Ooh! So we have an industry insider that can tell us d- dirt about the set and what 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 kind of guy Antonio Banderas it really is. Okay. Sounds good. Which, but spoiler but, alert: Tony Banderas is amazing. You know, there's some fi- like finally, there's some good shit that'll that'll start trickling out, right? There's a uh, fucking Kingsman in a few weeks, mm-hmm. uh, which I've been looking forward to for quite some time. It's got some good buzz. Got some good early uh, buzz. Then um, finally, fucking finally, Maps to the Stars comes out next month. Oh, then what's that? The new David Cronenberg with Julianne Moore. Oh, is uh, that right? Mia Wasikowska. Yeah, it's. Hmm. Um, and then, uh, will it come to more than five theaters in the country? I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> that's, um, the, that's the real question, I think. But you know, like, f- just finally, there's some shit that's starting to come out. Chappie, beginning Chappie, of Chappie. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Chappie. Um, uh, the new paranormal activities coming out sometime soon. Fuck it. I like, I'm, I'm still on board with that. They, they haven't uh, completely destroyed new, me yet. Um, 
there's a new guy that directed Taken movie with a uh, fucking of all people in it. Uh, l- listen to this fucking cast. So this movie's The Gunman. I looked it up the other day just because, like, I finally saw just a poster. I've never, I haven't seen a trailer or anything. So it's the guy who directed the first Taken, right? Pierre Morel, not Olivia Megaton. Yeah, Pierre Morel's good. Um, it's got Idris Elba. Okay. Sean Penn. All right. Javier Bardem. Oh, really? Wow. Ray Winstone. Hmm. Plot. A former special forces soldier and military contractor suffering from PTSD tries to reconnect with his longtime love, but first must go on the run from London to Barcelona and across Europe in order to clear his name. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm down for that one. Okay. Anyway, I'm finally, down, I'm down for that. some good stuff. So we've got like, like a couple of weeks. We got taken. He did oh, B- District B13. I like B13. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. But, uh, you know, got a couple of weeks where we're going to get some shit. There's going to be some garbage, but, I mean, that's that's to be expected. The first... Are you sure you want to do uh, Project Almanac? I'm totally going to go see that. I'm totally going to go see that. Because we also have Black or White coming out. It was that the new Michael Jackson video? But that happened like 20, <laughs> 20 years ago, it's, Matt. It's the new Michael Jackson video starring Kevin Costner <laughs> as, a, as a cantankerous old white man. Oh, that looked awful. Of course it looks. <laughs> that looked terrible. I saw a trailer for that. I'm like, this looks just James Toback. Well, that tells you all you need to know. Is it James Toback? James Toback fucking is directing this thing. Black or white? That's no, that's what? Mike Bender. I know that fucking name because no. I've seen it all over the goddamn poster. No. And this guy. Written yeah. and directed. Black black or black 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 and white. No, that's 1999. My bad. No. I had the wrong no, goddamn black or one. White is fucking Mike uh Mike Bender who uh I said black or he directed white. Rain Over Me There's a and Upside of Anger. Black. And not black and white, black or and white. Blank man. Get it right. Blank man. <laughs> That's an odd one in that series of uh, <laughs> you got Blank Man on here and then uh Upside of Anger and Rain Over Me. Weird. <laughs> what just, a career trajectory. Just uh, a <laughs> But uh, oh well. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm sure it sucks. Motherfucking black man. Yeah, that that trailer, <laughs> I, also, I was just like, oh, this is just like, this is terrible. Why? Okay. So we'll wrap it up with this. I was really disappointed that that movie wasn't just called Eloise. And, <laughs> and, and based on the children's books about a girl named Eloise. Why, why are all of these movies essentially trying to remake already like way better movies? Now, this is not what this movie is, but... This movie, this Coster movie, this is like, this is like, everything feels like they're just kind of going, let's kind of do a To Kill a Mockingbird kind of thing, you know? <laughs> let's prove that he's not racist. You'll think that he might be, but he's the good guy. I don't know. It's the only thing that comes to mind, I guess because of the courtroom setting. That's the only thing that makes me think. But this, this movie looks awful. Just, it does look bad. Just out and out bad. And Kevin Costner is just like, it just your career's starting to take an uptick for the first time in 20 years. Stop fucking it up. Well, you know, he is Kevin Costner. He's got, a Costner's got to do what a Costner's got to do, I suppose. Oh, well, I'm, I'm just saying he will inevitably just fuck up his career again. So whatever. <laughs> time for a 10 cup too, baby. Maybe uh, he, well, Hey man, 10 cups. Awesome. I don't give a shit. I love 10. <laughs> Not surprising. <laughs> All right, so that's that's it, everybody. So we're going to talk about uh, man, probably Pro- Project Almanac next week, but who knows? Maybe maybe Black or White. Who knows? No, <laughs> no, we're, we're not definitely doing pro- of the two that I want to not see. Project Almanac <laughs> is above. 
black or white. All right, so, so that's that's the one we'll go towards. <laughs> and I'll report back possibly about the loft if I can see through the ladies that are going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> All right, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so that's it, everybody. Uh, drop us a review on the iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. If you want to join in and do the... Um, I'm I'm just insane enough to do um, Black Hat and then go see Mordecai right after that. Email us at thefilmfind.com. We'll, we'll get you on the show and give your opinion, and uh, we we want to see who's crazy enough to do that, and that'd be uh, that'd be pretty awesome. So thefilmfind at gmail.com. Go to thefilmfind.com. There you can find the uh, links to like this show on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, the whole nine yards. All that crap is up there. Matt, where can we find more of your work on the interwebs this week, sir? Uh, just follow me on Twitter, guys, at Matt underscore Boyd underscore Smith. Yeah. I'm there. Good to see I'm, all the I'm interesting. I'm on there you know, you're t- And you're tweeting all the cool stuff that you're uh, teaching and shit. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I do that, too. I also, uh, you know, some pop culture commentary. Today, uh, for inexplicable fucking reasons, everybody cared about Taylor Swift's belly button. What? I, I just, didn't. I've been at work, so thank God I didn't catch that one. <laughs> That's been. Is she an Audi? She's not an Audi, is she? No, she's an Innie, but it, uh, people, um, people really care about it because she has said before that she doesn't like to reveal it, and so she's always wearing high waisted pants. Who is she? Fucking Barbara Eden? I don't know, but isn't it? Is like, there's something uh, very Puritan about our culture where we're like excited that there's a fucking like it's a belly button, guys. I know. Literally, we're navel gazing as a culture right now. Belly buttons can be hot. I don't know why. Literally, <laughs> that's weird. Uh, and of okay. course, follow follow me on the tweets at Adam Portress at the Film Find, and go listen to my other podcast, Hero Movie Podcast at HeroMoviePodcast dot com. This week, we reviewed The Shadow uh, from nineteen ninety four. Guess what? Also written by David Coep. Yeah, oh my god so you get double david kept today this this week everybody double negative david. <laughs> so it all comes out positive <laughs> so if you want to hear another movie that david kept did and that was not so hot as well uh go over to hearmoviepodcast.com there you'll find that and of course uh listen to that and all that jazz so hearmoviepodcast.com that's it everybody until next week when we talk about project almanac and who knows whatever the hell else for matt smith i'm adam portress take it easy everybody
not too bad i mean we filled an hour talking about mordecai for christ's sakes well how many people can do that <laughs> probably far too many people if, i want to be... find the podcast that loves this <laughs> and then go hurt them you know it has to be someone has to you don't understand, you don't understand. this is great, this is great cinematic i mean cinematic. what hold on i haven't even been on rotten tomatoes oh it's bad oh it's bad I mean, I'm sure that, but I, I want to know who gave it the positives. Nobody. It, it's at 12%. June, June. Let's see. Fresh, 752 Rotten. <laughs> Toronto Sun. Um, this is a positive review. Um, Not as bad as Black Hat. The. <laughs> That's my positive review. I'll probably if uh, if we ever get on this fucking thing, uh, that'll be my contribution to Mordecai's uptick. Um, so this is a positive review from the from the Toronto Sun. Um, the humor is puerile and idiotic. <laughs> this is a good review, <laughs> but you may laugh out loud in spite of your spell, uh, in spite of yourself, especially if you're familiar with the Carry On movies or the original Pink Panther. Mm. Original score, two and a half out of five. And that's a positive. That's a positive. Wow. Uh, another positive, LA Weekly, Amy Nicholson. Daffy, dated, precisely as intended. Unfunny, precisely as intended. <laughs> no, you guys don't understand. We were trying not to be funny. If you Here's uh, Brian Orndorff from Blu-ray.com. Uh, if you have an allergy to pure goofballery, this is not the movie for you. Spend your Depp bucks elsewhere. I don't have any uh, bucks that are specifically <laughs> allocated towards Depp. Uh, Usually it's the opposite of that. It's like, where else can I put my money? The So AV Club had this to say about it. It's exactly the sort of oddball trifle, like Hudson Hawk, that tends to attract the ire of baffled audiences and grumpy critics. It's also the sort of oddball trifle that, like Hudson Hawk, We'll put certain aficionados of silliness in a pretty good mood. Okay. I know. Listen. I love I'm, Hudson Hall. I'm going to say this. this movie is no I'm going to say this because, like, I, I read that review and I know a woman wrote it. So, but I'm so I'm not pointing this as, as a woman. But the person who wrote that, man or woman, I know it's a lady, but I thought this before I figured out it was a woman, is a cunt. That is one of the cuntiest, stupid things I've ever. It's like, look, this is a piece of shit, but it, you're not smart enough to realize how good this is because it's a piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Here's here's maybe the worst fucking review, uh, and it is a positive, <laughs> from Scott Mendelson, who writes for Forbes. Mordecai works as a low-stakes comic mystery that is refreshingly aimed squarely at adult moviegoers. With learning disabilities. Uh, no, it is a fucking children's movie that is rated R. Yeah. There's, it is like if they had made the Pink Panther remake. The remake of Pink Panther, rated R. That is what this movie is. 
Also not good. I never sullied myself by watching those films, and I'm a Steve Martin fan, but I'm like, no. They are so much better than this movie. Well, here's the thing. It's like, and that's, I mean, we're absolutely right, though. It's just like, the thing is, is that there's no place for this movie. It's too it's too involved to be a kid's film, and it's too stupid to be a, a film for adults. And it's not funny to for anybody. Oh, my God. Uh, so I just started looking at audience reviews on here, and Three Down is from someone named William M., and his whole review is two sentences. Forced to see it, it wasn't worth a BJ. <laughs> I got to say, had I been promised one, I would have felt the same way. I'd be like, by the way, you get a blowjob after this. If, like if, if it was like given, like if the option was again, they're like, hey, go see Mordecai again. You can get a blowjob for it. I'd be like, no, thanks. I'd be like, I'm good. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, that review is. Keep that gold. to yourself. <laughs> gold, sir. Wasn't worth a BJ. So true. Uh, it wouldn't have been worth the whole nine yards. <laughs> there's one. There's a one star review from from someone on here that's that's a. It's like it is like a fucking golden Robert Christgau album review. That's how good this is. You you ready for it? All right. More like Les Dekai. Bazing. <laughs> These are so much better than the actual movie. Les Dekai. <laughs> More like less. Because George Takai is not in it. I know he pronounces it Takai, but for the joke, it has to work this way. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. That was I one of my say- favorite secrets on, on Conan back in the day was with George Takai. <laughs> he just goes, some people when people when some people pronounce my name Takai, and I tell them it's Takai. And then some people pronounce my name Takai, and I tell them it's Takai. Basically, I just like fucking with people. <laughs> I was like, that was one of the best ones ever. I'd so love that. Uh so I I forgot to mention this and I should have because this is this is the one like purely positive thing I will say about this movie. It had credits. No, 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 no. Like like that is actually a statement about a positive thing and mm-hmm. not a joke. Okay. Uh I I always forget how much I really like watching Gwyneth Paltrow on the big screen. Really? Like yeah, I think she has like a like a like a really great presence like that I get into. Mm. I'm not saying she's good in this movie. I'm saying like I I still enjoyed watching her on screen. She was okay, but I got to say <sighs> sitting down in that tub it's just like, "Oh, where did this 12-year-old boy come from?" Well, I mean Whatever. I like tantalizing. I, people don't fucking like Gwyneth Paltrow, but fuck him. Listen, uh, what you need to do is you need to talk to our friend Sean. He has some uh, lovely Gwyneth Paltrow stories that you will uh, adore. You may change your mind about this lady. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I've heard that she's a terror and an awful human being, and uh, I just don't give a shit. In his, in his over 20 years of working in film and television, worst person he's ever dealt with. Yeah, I have no doubt. <laughs> do not give a shit because I don't work with any of them and don't care. <laughs> look hitler was a good painter you gotta understand take it away from the killing of the jews the paintings weren't all that bad <laughs> you I heard am, it here uh, everybody gwyneth paltrow is hitler 
oh well. Yeah. 